and welcome to the Reinvent Relevance Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Mutzfeld, Director of Learning and Development at Merfeld Career Management. And joining me today is Michelle Merritt, the Principal and Founder at Merfeld. Hi, everybody. We're here today to discuss your career and how you take charge of your career through what we call Reinventing Relevance. That's the name of our podcast, and it's also what we do here at Merfeld. So we want to kick things off by not just answering your questions, but answering the big question, which is, what is reinventing relevance? Go ahead, Michelle. I'll let you start off on that one. Awesome. Well, thanks for kicking this off. And, you know, the thing about the reason we chose to make reinvent relevance one of our key principles here at Merrifield is really because so many clients over the eight years we've been in business have come to us asking for help reinventing themselves. And that doesn't necessarily mean ditching everything they've ever known and running off to start a nonprofit, although that's happened with a few of our clients. Um, But it is really about how do I make the work that I do matter? You know, if I'm a finance executive or a data scientist or an architect or a builder, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I want my work to matter. And that's what we were hearing so much. And so a year or two ago, we really decided to make this a key part of our mission to help people reinvent their relevance. Because when we feel relevant in what we do, when we feel like the work we do is giving back and matters to our community, that's when we're really in that, forgive me for saying it this way, flow that makes us do really good work. And that's really what we're here to do is help our clients create a good workflow that makes them feel satisfied and makes them feel like they're giving back to their community. Exactly. Would you say reinventing your relevance is, is sort of the antithesis of being comfortable? It's, you know, <laughs> they, they often say life begins at the end of your comfort zone. It's something I say in a lot of my coachings. Uh, and that is, it truly is, it is, it is the essence of reinvention. It, it's, a, it's an investment. People think, oh, it's risky to reinvent yourself. No, it, it's sort of an investment, wouldn't you say? Is, I mean, is that, is that a, fair, a fair way to put it? You're investing in the asset that's you, right? Right. And, and I think we also say frequently, get comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, the most successful people we know, and whether that is people we know personally, whether that's our clients that have been super successful, or the people we look up to as a society, all are willing to say, I don't know, and I'm going to go find the answer. I'm going to bring forward solutions. You know that I'm a big fan of solutions, not, pro- not complaints, right? And so finding your relevance is really about, as you say, getting uncomfortable, being willing to stay in that uncomfortable space long enough to figure it out, and then building on what you know. And to do that, oftentimes what we do is guide clients through a look back on what they've accomplished, what they're proud of, when they felt like they really did good work. And for some, unfortunately, that means not always loving the profession you're in, not always loving the position you're in. And that's okay. It then makes you look forward to how you do great work moving ahead. Excellent. Excellent. So, so just to get everyone up to speed, you know, 
people are, are reaching out to us here at Merrifield and, and they're, they're seeing proposals for resume writing, for career coaching. They're wondering, how did we get started? And maybe that's something, maybe it would be helpful to explain how we reinvented our relevance here at Merrifield. I know I've reinvented my relevance and so have you. So Michelle, tell us how you got started in uh, the career management field. So I never started out. I never set out to do this work, um, and I never set out to own my own business or be a partner in, in a firm. Um, but the truth is, my career began as a lighting and electrical designer over 20 years ago. Um, I wanted to be an interior designer. I have a passion for that work, and that work led me slowly but surely to become a recruiter in the home building industry. And um, I was a home building recruiter in 2008 when suddenly no one needed a home building recruiter anymore. And that forced me into a spot where I was uncomfortable. It forced me into a position where I had to reinvent myself. And as I started doing that, I had to relocate because that's what the role I was, was offered required and continued to recruit and continue to build. And then finally in 2012, end of 2012, opened this firm with you that really allows us to start writing resumes allowed us to start coaching people through interviews. Those were the two offerings we had in the beginning. And with time and in answer to the requests of our clients, we began coaching people through their entire career path, through their career, through their search strategy, through how to prepare for interviews, how to negotiate compensation, how to understand and identify their strengths for both Clifton strength certified coaches, and I'll let you talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, I think that we have evolved. And sometimes reinventing relevance may, some people may feel more comfortable with the term evolving your relevance. We say reinventing here, but it doesn't have to be a set path or it doesn't have to be a set path. You can just walk through every door that opens, but you also don't have to just cut everything off and go do something totally different. It can evolve with time. Yeah. Exactly. Reinvention does not at all mean you have to do something completely different. I mean, you can reinvent yourself right where you are in the job you're in. Your relevance is determined, or at least from my perspective, and I, I want to hear your thoughts on this as well. Relevance to me means that you are a relevant asset to your team, to your organization, and to yourself. You are well, let's look at the word relevance. I mean, if something is relevant, it means it's important to what's going on. And if you're not relevant, uh, you're just sort of a cog in a machine. Uh, it's not plumbers, for example. I've often used this. A plumber is not relevant to your house or to your life at all until your toilet backs up or your water stops flowing. Then a plumber is extremely relevant. That's the key with career, your career life cycle. You want to try and stay as relevant as possible. This means keeping up to date on your skills, keeping a valid strategy, keeping your being ready to jump in and be an active, engaged participant in your workplace and in your work life. And that's something that an individual has to decide to do on their own. I mean, you can't be motivated by somebody outside yourself. You have to motivate yourself. Mm -hmm. And we, I know as a coach, I take the perspective of trying to understand the person's character and how do they show up at work. So what would you say if I mean, as of this, let's be perfectly clear here, as of this recording, this first recording, 
a lot of America is shut down right now. Uh, <laughs> we are all stuck yeah. at home with COVID-19, except for the, those essential workers out there doing, doing the, the, what we need to do to survive as a society. And thank you mm -hmm. very much for your service. Uh, but what about people who are facing unemployment, facing uncertainty? Michelle, what would you say to people like that? What, what are some steps they can take right now that can help them uh, feel a little bit more confident and and because it's that confidence that's going to carry you forward <laughs> and prove your relevance what sort of should they focus on their accomplishments what they want to do tell us a little about a bit about that you know I think one of the best compliments we ever receive after a referral of course is you know I feel more confident going out into into my career into my interviews things like that and I think where that comes from is when people start to understand what they've achieved, they start to identify what they've accomplished in their careers and really start to own those accomplishments. Um, I think often we're busy with our heads down doing the work, right? We don't look up and we don't take stock in all that we've achieved. So how do you find that, right? Oftentimes it is, and this is a great time if you are home and you have some downtime because of social distancing this is a great time to start going back through what have I accomplished what am I proud of where have I made an impact this is not the time to be modest this is you and your notepad or your iPad making a list of the things nobody else has to see it but I think soon you'll see a, a theme emerge about where you've had an impact and Perhaps you feel like you haven't been allowed to have an impact or you haven't been allowed to accomplish certain things in your career. But the truth is, even then, where, where, have you, where did you shine? Because that's going to start to t show you the attributes that you can build on moving forward as you reinvent yourself or evolve in your relevance. Exactly. And, and sometimes it's a matter of if, you're not, if you don't have the opportunity to shine where you're at, it might be time to look somewhere else. The important thing is that you ha with that confidence, you feel the ability, when you look back at your long history and your work history and say, look what I've done and look what I can do, that's when you start to understand your, not only yourself, but you understand the impact you can have so you can choose yourself. You don't have to wait around to be chosen. That's, that's the old way of doing things <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I always, when I coach somebody, I focus on, on five essential questions. I call it the, the ethos model uh, of, of career mm -hmm. discovery. And that is, you know, what do you want? Uh, what, what can you do? What have you done? Uh, who are you trying to help? And more importantly, where's that taking you? And by asking those questions, you can look at your entire life cycle and understand that you have control over a lot of this. I mean, some of this is out of your control, but a lot of it is also in your control. There's a lot of choice that can be made uh, just by choosing to think instead of react. And that's universal in humanity. I mean, that's not just, that's not just the United States. That is all around the world. You have, can make a choice to have an impact and take some control of your destiny as much as you can. Uh, so... I think that that's an important thing to remember. And I, you bring up some valid points. Now is the time. Everything is in flux right now. And here's the thing. It's always been in flux. We just, I know in North America and in Europe, we're a lot more aware of it than we might have been before. Uh, but 
things are changing and they always change. Digital transformation is, is rewriting the script. So look for those opportunities. Now, what would you say as far as, Michelle, what opportunities, what, what sort of opportunities should a person be looking for here in, the, in, the, in 2020? Uh, Post-COVID-19, in our new normal, whatever you want to call it, uh, or even right now, what, what, what can we, what should we be looking for? So I think there are a couple things that you can look for when you start to talk about the opportunity moving forward. Number one is where can I help? Where, if you've, if you've identified your accomplishments and your impact, then you can look at that and start to see the traits that you have, where you, where you make the biggest impact. What are those skills? What are those abilities? What are those traits? And start asking yourself, where do those things matter? Where can I have impact? And then take a hard look at where that may match up with need in the market. You know, you can do all kinds of research. We post things regularly, but so do lots of other firms about openings in industries that are hiring. And it's going to change dramatically depending on when you happen to be listening to this recording. But, you know, being able to then identify your skills and what you do well, and then where would they match up? And then start taking a look at who you might know that can connect you to people and build your network in that direction. Yeah, it's that it's the power of networking oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and not just computer networking and that, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one thing to connect with somebody on LinkedIn. It's, it's another thing to make a meaningful connection and, and truly the ability to ask for help is a brave step <laughs> that, that people, people want to stay safe. They want to stay in that hedonic comfort state. They want to not be bothered. And sometimes that, that can hurt us. Uh, we, Having a good job is nice. I mean, everyone wants a good job. Unfortunately, if you're not thinking about how that, where that job's going, or where, more importantly, where that job's taking you as a person, uh, you can get stuck. And nobody wants to get stuck with a pair of golden handcuffs. Yeah, they're, they're golden, but they're also handcuffs. So anything else you want to cover today, Michelle? We haven't had any questions, of course. This is our inaugural, right. inaugural right. episode. So, right. uh, And by the way, listeners out there that have stayed with us, make sure that you check out our website and click the podcast link. And if you have questions, submit them to us. Yeah. And on future episodes, we're going to answer them. But do you have anything else today, Michelle, that, that you know, people need to know? I think it might not hurt to tell people what is upcoming, right? Okay. So we have a few things planned. Um, We're going to talk about what it is to be a relevant candidate in 2020, post-COVID, all of that. We're going to be talking in the upcoming weeks about relevant tools to use, Um, relevant communication styles and relevant communication writing, Um, how to to build a relevant network. As you mentioned earlier, Jason, there's nothing that um, compares to a strong network in your career. Um, how to be relevant toward re- with recruiters, how to be relevant on social media professionally. Um, it's not a social media lecture, we promise. Um, <laughs> and lastly, in the next eight weeks, we'll also be talking about how to get relevant search results in your career as you're actively seeking um, new employment. So those are a few things we have planned, but we're willing to ditch all of those if we start getting a bunch of questions that are that are related to careers that you'd rather us cover. So We'll take, we'll take questions and, and build as we go because part of being relevant is being flexible and continually being willing to pivot, which I know we're both willing to do. 
Exactly. Flexibility is the key uh, to adapting in this crazy world that we live in. Well, thank you so much, all everybody, for listening. Uh, we we encourage you to check out our website, follow the podcast link, uh, like and subscribe this podcast uh, wherever you find it. Also, check out our check out our vodcast, uh, which is also available on will be available on YouTube, uh, and check out some online e learnings that we have started. We have a free one on LinkedIn that you might find useful. Uh, I, I can guarantee you're going to find it useful because everyone needs to re-up their, their LinkedIn game in 2020. Uh, and we'll be launching soon uh, the Building Your Career series, which will guide you through a lot of what we do as coaches. That if you don't want to feel, don't want to take the time to work with another person, but you want to try it yourself, uh, check that out once that launches. It'll be launching very shortly. So, Thank you again for listening. We hope you have a great day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.